Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Both with the topics, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the fad five during prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. And that intro go hard. Shout out to Dirty Dame, man. What's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. One of your hosts, Dan McMillan. I'm at the round table with my brother, B. Austin. My other brother will be here in just a second. Jimmy the Blueprint. The NBA playoffs is drawing right now, as they were saying, Philly. <laughs> Basically... In that context, it means they got a lot of drama. The NBA draft lottery was even more drawn. Phil. So we're going to go hoops heavy in this episode, so keep it locked right here as we discuss the NBA hoopla and everything else happening in the world of sports. And if you want to get in on the conversation yourselves, make sure you sign in right now to the JW Philly Realty chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. You can also call us directly in about five minutes, when we open up the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline, that number is 323-410-0012. Before we get started, make sure that during the week when we're not live on the air that you check out archive episodes of our show on our own network, WarRoomSports.com, and the War Room Sports mobile app. Also on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, Go- uh, I was about to say Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor. Most other places you do your podcast listening, man. If if they do podcasts, that's a way to, I, man, everything. Anchor. Shout out to Anchor, though, because that's the new anchor for our um, podcast network. Used to be SoundCloud, but they was on some BS. So um, shout out to Anchor because the podcast network is back. If any of you out there are interested in doing a podcast, and it doesn't have to be about sports. The War Room Sports Podcast Network is about sports, entertainment, health, wellness, anything. Anything you want to talk about, if you want to do a show, you have a home here at War Room Sports. So holla at us. But but look, all I got to say right now is Alabama. Yo, here are we in. What kind of medieval stuff is this? We know the governor of Alabama, who is a woman. Just signed into law this extreme abortion bill where abortion is basically going to be illegal throughout the whole state. They're trying to lock doctors up for, for you know, giving abortions. It's weird, man. I don't understand the priority of people. Like, why are we so pressed to tell women what they can and cannot do with their bodies? I mean, this law, there's no exception. You can be raped. Like, oh. It's 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 too much, man. It's too much. They're making people have rapist babies now. <laughs> the the funny man. thing about it, though, when these babies are born, then these super duper extreme pro life people don't even care about the damn human beings anymore. 
So it's all of this just so they can be born. Then when they're born, you're not doing everything you can to help make them productive members of society. You know what I'm saying? I I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. All right, man. We've been telling people we've been telling people for about 450 years that America is (laughs) up. And don't nobody want to hear it when it's coming from us. So, you're about to learn today because the gentleman supporters that you have in office Man, he has inspired, he has inspired the neoconservative, passionate white right to do things. It's almost like the last stand of the Confederacy uh, was what's going on. But uh, I digress, man. We came to talk about sports, man. Yeah, Yo. we're going to do that. Uh, shout out to all the women out there. It's- Women and men that's going to be fighting this because it's, it's going to be a hell of a court battle because they're not just going to let this <laughs> this law just stand like that. But anyway, man, it's and time for hot topic. Whenever, oh, whenever, oh my bad. Real quick, whenever whenever we see someone from a group of people that is actually directly impacted by the negativity, and we're shocked that they stand in support of something that would essentially poop on them or the group of people they come from. Listen, man, listen, don't be shocked. I tell black people all the time, some of the best slave catchers were black. <laughs> no doubt. No. I get it twisted. Ain't no way to go, go ahead and get them You all the hiding places and the shortcuts. All right. So hot topics brought to you by my bookie. Let's talk for a minute about how much money you guys can make betting on sports at my bookie. The NBA and NHL playoffs are winding down. MLB is, you know, well into the season at this point. So if you still haven't checked out my bookie, it's a great time to do so. Get some money on the biggest games in sports. Join us and thousands of other online placing bets at mybookie.ag. You tired of getting a runaround from other services when it's time for a payout? That's why we urge you to join my bookie. You win, they pay fast no hassles you're wasting your time sports betting anywhere else outside of a vegas sports book they even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after the games have began that's crazy join now my bookie will match your first deposit with a 100 bonus you heard it right 100 but to get that bonus you got to use the promo code war room all caps w-a-r-r-o-o-m to activate the offer visit mybookie.ag today play when get paid, period. Hot topics today. The NBA draft lottery uh, went down on Tuesday. And just like I said in the open, man, the NBA draft lottery was filled because we talk about it every year here in the World Room B, how um, at least my belief, I'm, I'm not going to speak for anybody, I believe that in some capacity, all, well, most, if not all, of the NBA draft lotteries are rigged in in some specific way. Now, for all the conspiracy theorists out there, a huge wrench was thrown into the mix when the New Orleans Pelicans were awarded the number one pick, in essence, um, Zion Williamson, now the joy 
of everybody's world, New Orleans world, is in Zion. I see what you did there. No doubt. <laughs> Bars. You gotta you gotta know that if you know, you know. Listen. What are your thoughts? Because two teams at the top of the lottery, like when they when they got down to the final four, it was the Lakers, the Knicks, the Grizzlies, and the Pelicans. Of course, the Lakers and Knicks are the most valuable teams in the NBA, and the the Pelicans and Memphis Grizzlies are the two least valuable franchises in the league. And out of those four. Memphis ends up with the pick. I'm not Memphis. I'm sorry. New Orleans ends up with the pick. Any thoughts there? Do you think this was, you know, a, a year where they finally just let it be? Do you think there's something fishy about what happened in this one as well? I think you got to throw people off your tail sometimes. So right. it was rigged, and they do control it. And they want the masses to believe that it is not controlled. Then some years you just got to let it happen. And this is one of those years where, listen, I am a huge, huge Zion supporter because now the joy. But I don't see him as a LeBron. I don't see him as a, a, a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't see him as the most, one of the most impactful number ones. Uh, I don't think he's going to be Anthony Bennett, uh, the kid from uh, Canada, but I don't, I don't think he's going to be, I I see him being 15 year league career, seven time, eight time all-star, very, very good to maybe even fringe Hall of Fame player. Proje- I'm projecting him out now, but I don't see him as monumental. I don't see a LeBron type of player or career. I could be wrong. So if there is some controls on the ping pong balls, now's the time when you just say, listen, New York, L.A., hold fast. We don't want to give it to L.A. anyway because they ain't got their ish together. They still dealing with the Shadow King and the Shadow Queen. Uh, so we don't want to give you guys, you know, this is a nice time to, to relax on the manipulation a little bit and throw people off our trip. So See, that's, but for yeah, me, that's my- I, don't, I don't necessarily think that it wasn't rigged. My, my, my lottery conspiracy theories go deep. I think it may just may have just been a situation where, it, it probably was rigged as it always is. It was just not the scenario that people were were expecting. It's like New York Knicks fans just knew something that we all didn't know. They were preparing to have Zion Williamson on their team. And, Listen, and you know, man. just because you have the highest odds of doing so, like it, it rarely works out that way. Not rarely, but Yo, it, man. it doesn't all the time work out. That way. They Yo, seem like they knew, Jimmy, and they were wrong. Yeah, it's crazy because. <laughs> It's crazy because uh, my brother B. Austin, the uh, educated brother from the bank, yo, MSG, which is a publicly traded company, Madison Square Garden, yo, their stock dropped when they Knicks didn't get Zion, which means they probably had our <laughs> I love the market. Jimmy, remind me of that later when we start talking about some some other stuff. Well, now in a few minutes when we get into the whole 
No, it's, Zion it's, it's just funny, it's just funny because because I got something to mix that in because, because like when you talk about these NBA players, like you see why they try to take their um their careers in their own hands. Like you saw when LeBron went to Cleveland, what it did for their economy. They said he literally added like close to four hundred million to the economy of the city just by him going there. So you see why athletes like you, I need more. I need to have control, but. Getting to your point, B. Austin, in terms of projecting what he'll be, it's hard to say, man. Like, I, I can see him being um, an all-time great, but I also can see him being Rodney Rogers. Like, I, I, it's come to the point with me and watching basketball where I don't even try to project no more because what I recognize is as guys go up level, level to level, it becomes more about the mental than the physical. Some guys just want it more. There's no way I could have right. saw Kawhi being what Kawhi is now. I watched Kawhi play in college. I didn't see it. Um, I didn't see the Greek freak play, but I did watch a lot of his highlights and watched him as a rookie. I didn't see this, but these guys. Kawhi, these guys that's, because, that's because he. That's because he originally wasn't a freak. He was the Greek beanpole. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that's true too. But but if you if you like watch these guys' career, you see that just using those two guys as a template or an example. See who won. These are two guys that that work their tail off. Like everybody talks about how hard they work and how they don't care about anything else but basketball. You can't really so, project. So, so, so I don't know where you're, you're going with the inevitable and invariable leaning back towards you cannot measure heart and you cannot measure mind. It's the truth. It's the truth. That's I true. I, 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 can take it, I can take it back to my childhood. There were plenty of good players in the early 80s, but it seemed like when Magic and Bird played, every year they came back from the summer, there was a, something new. Even with Kobe, taking it to the 90s, Kobe would add little – to his game in the summer, and 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 but there's like there's a measurable. You can't really measure how much someone wants it. So for me, I don't even try to project players no more because I'm, most of the time I'm wrong. Like some guys, when you watch them play at a collegiate level, like yo, when I was we had a conversation the other day, and I was talking about when I saw Glenn Robinson playing in college, I thought he's gonna be the greatest basketball player to ever wear it like to play, but I didn't realize that you know um once he got to the league that you know his, his extracurricular activities. No, Jimmy, you're exactly right, though, because if you put a gun in my head now and ask me about Zion, I would say, like, as good as the kid is and was in college, like, I, I, it would be hard for me to say I think he was going to be an all-time great, but, like Jimmy said, if he comes in, if he has all the tools, so if he had the mind that I'm going to be an all-time great, he jump in that gym, lose some weight. Get that weight off his knees. Exactly. Might be something. Here's why. Here's why I'm gonna say that part because I saw the transition from the Duncan guy on Instagram to the one year where Coach K really got Coach K got one year to coach him up. He shed a little bit of weight. He turned into a better player than anybody thought, which made this phenomenon more than what it is. So now it's like that's no. right. and that's another thing. Right. Because no. you remember coming into the season, his teammate was the consensus number one pick coming yeah, into the season. Exactly. He threw the ultimate equalizer. I am literally, like, literally I sit around and I get afraid for Zion's knees, man, because you're not supposed to do what he can do at 337 pounds. Like, <laughs> it, at some point, <laughs> the at some point put, in the last six I'm, weeks, they done put like 68 pounds on him. Yo, dog, in the, in the last six months, B. Austin took the ball from 260 to 337. <laughs> my man, yo, Jimmy, I'm riding for us. The fat guys got to have an athlete too sometimes. Yo, but, but if, if anybody, anybody, my, 
Anybody who's listened to us for nine years know that that's B. Elson's thing. Shaq went from like <laughs> Shaq went from like oh my three hundred like six hundred and forty. Like, but you know what? No, so so it, see. Yo, I'm another point is where he goes. Right? So 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 I'm thinking about I'm the coaches afraid. too, and not just the head not just the head coach, but the assistant coaches because. I've seen it throughout sports, whether it's basketball or football. Sometimes guys going to the wrong situation can ruin their whole career. You know what I mean? Like, um, like, like, uh, what's the boy's name that uh played played for uh Houston and got no protection? He was supposed to be the best quarterback ever, but he got beat up on every play. David um, Carr. Going to the wrong. Yeah, David they, Carr. They, they made a, they straight made a, they straight made a commercial about it. But my thing is, like, and this there's, there's so many guys like that that is just going to the wrong situation. So. There's too many variables to try to project out where this kid will be. But at the end of the day, man, it's funny. New Orleans, and I know their ownership has some issues, um, but they changed the GM. It's funny how all of a sudden New Orleans is a bad city. New Orleans is an amazing city. But over the last two days, I feel like people are pooping on New Orleans, cuz. Yeah, it's like he, it's like he got drafted by Memphis. So, really, it's not like he got drafted in like Albuquerque. Like, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> New Orleans is... You know, that's a destination. Like, people go to New Orleans to hang out. But, yo, um, shout out to Skyview in the chat room. He said, I got, uh, I just want to say one name, Harold Miner. Um, not exactly sure why he said, because as much as the, you know, much as the Michael Jordan name came up with Harold Miner, most of that because he was dark-skinned with a ball head. Harold Miner was the yeah. 12th pick in the draft. So, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. How big really were the expectations? I think most no, of Harold that Martin, they Harold Martin, Martin looked like Michael Jordan. Harold Miner huh? couldn't hold a candle to Glenn Rice. Yeah. yeah. So back to the to the actual um, the the lottery. Um, I, like I said, I still think it could be a rig job because I don't know if you guys noticed, and this started with the whole LeBron thing when he left for Miami. It seems like there's a trend. If there's a, a superstar player that bails on a city and embarrasses you while you're doing it, then the league steps in and allows you to replace that player. They kind of did that yeah. with LeBron when he left Cleveland. I, um, I literally thought about that. This and, one, Anthony and, Davis, is tech, well, he's technically out of the door. He's not literally out of the door. Um, but even after the draft, David Griffin's saying, we're going to try to get AD to stay. Thinking Zion's going to be able to do that, and AD so far reports have said that he still wants out. <laughs> so, <laughs> he said funds the hole. Are they, you know, are they replacing AD or are they trying to Dev, and, keep him relevant? I know I said this last year. I said this last year, and probably the year before the draft. It's kind of like I'm uh, repeating myself, but I think about this every year. And there's probably only two teams that could have got the pick that I couldn't have made a conspiracy for. I think that right now all of us are just programmed to kind of like think conspiracy theory and create one. Like, let's just say for argument's sake, Miami would have got the pick. We'd have been like, oh, so D got the like, – we would have made something up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of teams that, that could have got the pick that – especially like let L.A. or New York made it. And, you know, like conspiracy theories would have ran – especially L.A. Let L.A. would have got that right. pick. There's a lot of teams. The funny the thing is, though, as much as New York expected it and people were thinking that, you know, oh, it might be rigged for New York – I mean, they had the greatest odds to get so how surprised yeah, could did. you? Like, if they really wanted to look out for New York, this could have been the time that they did that. But I told you guys yeah, last week in a conspiracy world that I didn't think New York would get it because 
you already have reports out here saying that KD and maybe Kyrie are already 100% sure that they're going to New York. Even though I saw a report that they might have the Nets today. Yo, New York fans that's would just jump off team. all the bridges that happened. But um, that's I'm thinking team. if they know for sure that KD and Kyrie are going to go there, hell no, we're not going to give them Zion too. Like, we're going to put him somewhere else. So, you know, I, I don't know. So I didn't think they had a chance. I kind of thought it was going to go to Chicago. For some reason, but it yeah, <laughs> and, and and it's interesting too because like the one thing is like even with New Orleans, I hear a lot of people saying that the owners kind of like don't deserve it because you have good owners and you have bad owners in every sport. I'm like James Dolan is notorious for being a terrible owner. You want to like <laughs> give him? You want to like hook him up? Like you know what I mean? Like man, right. you know it is what it is, man. So I but I, I really think there's at least 15 teams I could have got my conspiracy name on for if he would have landed there. Any of the big cities, for one, but um, you know, the thing is, Jim, basketball great. If if with New York still getting third pick, if they do get KD, like they're they're so upset that they get didn't get Zion, but if they get KD and Kyrie, and you get like a Barrett at number three, that's tough. That's a come up. <laughs> really a come up. Like I don't. That's, that's that's definitely tough considering that Barrett, uh, up until a couple months ago, was supposed to be the better pro. Um, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, Although like Cam Reddish, <laughs> Cam Reddish fell off a cliff because he was supposed. To, remember they was talking about at one point one two three really. like. I I mostly I used no. to hear like one two and like five. I used to hear like one two and five. And he still has a slight chance to get into the top five, but it's not likely. A lot of people have him going number eight. But we'll talk about the other guys later. This is Zion and New Orleans talk, right? Now. I'm a um, <laughs> So, <laughs> Scott, and I sleep on Bobo. Bobo going to be top 10. He's going to be Yo, probably around we joking about 10. him. We joking about <laughs> him and Taco today. Taco Fall. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Shout out to uh, DJ. Um, so, this is a, a take a theory a something that got started yesterday the first time jimmy and i heard of it was um alan clown heard um on his show so i don't know if he started it or you know my theory he's a fraud anyway so my theory is he somebody fed him that before the show and he went on since he has such a big platform and it looks like he started it but there was this talk that okay zion might consider going back to duke you know, telling, uh, basically threatening New Orleans and say, trade me or I'm going to go back to Duke for the year. I actually spent at least an hour of my life arguing with an idiot yesterday about this possibility and how he said that he would do it and all of this kind of stuff. Is there anybody out there can, that can explain to me the benefits of doing this? Like, what happens when you go back to do because you don't want to play in New Orleans. Um, it's not like they ask you to play in Moscow. Because you don't want to play in New Orleans and you get hurt. They already had the scare this particular season. You're already the number one pick. You can't go any farther up. My, What would be funny if somebody actually did this one day and then the same team got the pick the next year because the NBA was mad and gave it back. Um, do y'all see any, any logic and him going back to Duke instead of going to the New Orleans Pelicans? I think that was just a talking point. Like, 
it's too the risk the risk doesn't equal the reward. You are the clear cut so number one. Was it a talking point, Jeff? Um, Let me see what I can start. And now, like eight billion he, outlets he, are reporting he's, he's no, that he's considering. He's notorious for that. He's notorious for that cooking up these things. Which, to, I mean, he's a troll, but he's one of the better trolls because he'll cook up something and, 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 and kind of back it up, and then like, next thing you know, he'll spread it, and then people will act like they made it up, and you'll there he'll tell you like you didn't watch him say it too. But um, like now, it's like, like what happened it's just because. It's interesting because there's so many, like, outside of just the injuries and what happened with the shoe. Um, first of all, what happened with the shoe might have pushed his price up on uh, his, his his contract that he hasn't gotten yet. But he's, he's going to get a huge payday with a, with a basket, like a sneaker deal. Like, you can't pass that. And another thing people are forgetting in all of this is Zion doesn't come from means. Not that his family is poor, because I wouldn't call them poor either, but they don't have um, the money he's getting ready to run into. They right. haven't gotten any of that and, yet. And, and, but I you know the arguments that I kept them. hearing yesterday, Jim? I kept hearing these antiquated arguments talking about, man, he needs to be in a big market, blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting here like in this Not global society, in this global society that we live in, a person who has the most hype since LeBron James. I'm like, this dude can play in my basement and still get, you know what I'm saying, capitalized off of his hype. It's it's 2019. Right. He needs to be in New York or L.A. Why? We're talking about New Orleans. We're talking about New Orleans. It's not like we're talking about him going. That's the one team. The one team he could have went to where I might have considered going back is if he would have went to the Grizzlies because they don't even deserve basketball. No no disrespect to anybody who's a Grizzlies fan, but Doug. I made anything up for that. That would have been trash. But the whole franchise, I'm telling you, over to Memphis. Yo, remember Steve Francis got out of plan for that for that organization. Steve Francis got out of plan for that organization. (laughs) (laughs) Like I I just I don't understand um, that that lot. It's too many. We all know that Zion likes to um, hang around with uh, with the White Five series. Um, That's an inside joke. Some of y'all, you know, may may or may not get that, but um. He likes he likes his he likes Becky's five and quarters, but uh, so there's so many different things he in trouble Average with. Average Becky. <laughs> so many things he could get in trouble with, going back to Duke. It's not just injury. It's like it, what if, what if he doesn't have the same season? Like what if now they're gonna now it's gonna be the hot takes will be oh maybe it's not as good right. as he thought. You like, let's not act like let's not act like Felipe Lopez didn't. Have, they asked that man exactly. to come to the league out of the high school. He was afraid because nobody had done that yet. You know, in the modern generation, he went to his freshman year in the Big Ten, had a pretty good year, but there was somebody named Allen Iverson that took all his shine. He goes back for a year, a little. They think he's trash, and all of these times, after all of these seasons, they're like, "Yo, you need to go now," especially after the high school and after the freshman year. By the time his sophomore season rolled around. Dudes was like, hmm, maybe you need to stay now and see if you can play better than me. <laughs> he ends up staying four years, and, and you know, he was supposed to be the one. Right. You know, he was Sports Illustrated before LeBron. Listen to this, so man. Let's not think about this. Not think about this. And if Zion Nike, loses a Nike step is, at this age? Yeah. And, and to be off this point about, about his, uh, his health and his knees and all that, playing as explosive as he is, 
um, he's not going to be that explosive forever. Like, Dominique, who was probably the most explosive player I've seen, maybe him and Sean Kemp, at some point he had to refine his game because, you know, as he got up there in age, even he had to, you know, change his game because he wasn't as explosive. You need to strike right now where the iron is hot. Think about this. That's why that whole situation with the shoe probably his market because Nike's going to want to pay whatever to not let him go to their Hell label. Because yeah. let's, let's just say he signed with a D. The first commercial out is going to be like, you know, our shoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want explode. that. Exactly. Like, yeah, so gonna, yo, that was the best thing that can happen to do, man. He's going to get a $100 so, million so, contract because the shoe exploded. <laughs> and exactly. So my point is you, his iron is hot on so many levels. Like, the fact of the matter is when you watch that, that – the it wasn't even a draft, just a ping pong ball. Yo, they just talked to him the whole time and ignored the whole rest of the room. Rachel Nichols was drunk. Like, <laughs> I was sitting there like, y'all never seen nothing like this. Hey, like, the I've final four is like this. this. You ready for this, Zion? I'm like, damn. It's, it's yeah, like three other I'm dudes who go to the final four. <laughs> like that. So I mean, all these young men in suits. You know what I mean? Dude. You know, get killing it with their suits. On. Only they other person she talked on. to was Kyle Kuzma, and she was basically telling him he just got traded, but that because of that pick. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, like yo, now, now the Lakers have another asset to make that trade for AD. So Kyle Kuzma's sitting right they there. They had people praying for this guy. The Zion hype is is is, is something else. Like I don't right. know if I've ever so seen it. So tell me he should go back and risk anything. Risk, you know, being a lesson player, so, risk injury, risk getting in some kind of trouble. And we live in this global society where you're having talentless people tweet and make tens and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars from a tweet. And you're going to tell me that this man needs to live in New York or needs to live in L.A. to no. <laughs> Come on, man! Like people, Russell, and then he tried to Russell, he tried to Russell, hit me with Russell, the Russell, he, he tried to two hundred mil hit me with the and guilt, Jim. We gotta start teaching our young brothers not to just be ball players, but to be businessmen. But you'd be the worst businessman in, in the world if you turn down <laughs> the because you don't want to play. Going in a very nice going and get a college degree does not make you a businessman. It makes you somebody you know, with a lot of consumer debt. Shut up. But, yo, but, but B, yo. it's not even about a degree. It's just about ditching New Orleans. Yo, he did not get drafted by the Scout Monarchs. Like, New Orleans is a, is a good city. Like, he could be the catalyst yo. to bring their basketball program to New Heights. Yo, I hate people, man. People Take are so cliche, the businessman. Yeah. But you ain't believe that. You just want to, you know, whatever, whatever that other dude tell us to do. You know, people should. people just don't think. People don't think, man. Like that makes no that makes absolutely no sense. Like I I just don't understand it. Um, you know, but to be honest with you though, on on, a, on another side of this 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 conversation we're having, if I'm New Orleans, I think about trading to pick anyway. Like I was telling you in the in the chat earlier, I'm like, listen, if I'm New Orleans and I know LA is dying for A D, New York is dying for Zion. And yeah, you both can work of them have three or four team trade where they get I'm everybody gonna, I'm going to gut them like a fish. <laughs> I'm going to take both of their picks. I'm going to take all their young talent, and then they're going to have AD. They're going to have Zion, and we're going to be better than both of them. Right. I'm going to get my so you said taking, trade taking the Lakers and the Knicks, right? <laughs> I, will gut their, I will gut both of their teams. <laughs> and everybody will uh, get you, who you they can want. End up, you, can, you, can, you could possibly end up David with Griffin is enough to do that. David Griffin is smart enough yeah. to do that. I hope you he does, like two, you said, two just to make it top five picks. 
and some young talent. You end up with Kuzma. You might end up with Ball. You might you might end up. Who we got? Dennis Smith Jr. Who else they got over there? Kevin Knox. Jim like, Yo, I'm like, I'm like pull up that roster. I'm taking anybody with a name. <laughs> like, Yo, pull up that I would gut both teams like a fish. <laughs> and they would probably and, and then go now, for now it. Now we, re- we rebuild it. I would have a bunch of young talent and sell the young talent. Now, yeah. the flip side of that is if Zion goes on a small world, but at the same time, you'd be competitive right away. You could sell that. Right. Well, speaking of the flip side, on the flip side of all of this, um, Zion Williamson's stepdad said, I don't know what the hell these people are talking about. He said, we're excited about, um, you know, he said, we're excited about New Orleans. He said, one thing that Zion has always been taught is that you accept the things that you can't change and you change the things that you can change. And this is one of the things that he has nothing to do with. It's the process of the NBA. And certainly we're excited about the Crescent City down there in New Orleans. Like, I even take it to an even darker place. Like, he decides to go back to Duke, and then on his trip back to school, he get in some kind of accident, flight, car, something like that. We never see All Zion again, and his family. Out of that. Right, and then his family, you know, nothing's happened for them because he decided he wanted to go back just to skate going to New Orleans. Make that, there's no logic behind it. And the people, I'm just going out and say the people who jumped on that bandwagon and thought they should do that, y'all stupid. <laughs> Yo, I had a whole different thought about that. Like from from what I saw on TV, and I don't know all the history. I didn't look up because I just don't care enough to. Um, but his pop raised him, and I so I don't know what his relationship is with his real father. It, it, you know, his real father probably a kangaroo the way that boy play. But um, <laughs> thing is, imagine how a step. Imagine how. It's, 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 Pop is alive. He wasn't in his life. Imagine how smart he is. Imagine how hyped the step pop is. That he chose that woman. Like, yo, I'm not care her seed. Now see, but get a gazillion dollars. Like, <laughs> I know it was wrong. My man he stepped up that, to the I right one, him. boy. He stepped he up stepped to, the to the right, right one, dog. Diddy, <laughs> I know, because some of y'all step up to the Jodies, Jodies of the world. Shout out to Melvin. Ha ha. Y'all take care of nothing. You got to spring for his bail. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, it, yo, something just shot to him. Like, yo, Shaq, remember Shaq stepped, stepped up and, and, and gave him the Bill Russell tapes and then made Shaq and who he was. But shout out to all the steps out there mm-hmm. um, who ain't feel you. But, uh, but, but shout, out, shout out to the ones who tried later. Like the, the dude, Alan Iverson, <laughs> mom used to date. And the, and the people, LeBron, ma. Uh, your man, your man, your man just greedy. Your man just greedy. Your man, um, Delonte, because he was already getting NBA money. No, what's the <laughs> other boy you was messing with that was a rapper? Who was the other boy you was messing with that was a rapper? Lam- yeah, Lambo. LeBron and all that. Lambo. Lambo. <laughs> Lambo. Lambo tried to step to her so he could really live his persona. He was trying to buy a Lambo. Yeah, I think he did. Shout out to Lambo. I think she did. Shot All right, so we'll get but back yeah, to man, some like of this when we when we talk NBA. We'll get back to to the lottery and and all of that. Um, but Zion's stepdad has put the kibosh on all of this Zion back to Duke talk. He said Zion hasn't even considered uh, going back to school, and nor should he. He, he probably looking at all these people like like y'all want to buy you know, a new house until then. Like Jimmy, the, the, the people I was arguing with, with 
literally was saying, man, it doesn't matter. Nike will give him the exact same deal next year. How do you know? <laughs> yeah, but why lose the year? Why because you, if why he destroyed his, his knee, Nike ain't giving him jack. People no. thought it was going to be the easy year. for to just jump back on Nike. No, it's not that easy. The average <laughs> turn IQ up. of humanity is got to be close to single digits for them not to think it's good. All right, so let, let's talk real quick. Let's jump into the NFL real quick and talk about a power struggle that I don't – I'm pretty sure – I mean, I'm myself, I had no idea this was going on. But the Jets this week fired their general manager, uh, Mike McKinnon, and they also fired their president of player personnel. He's not really the important part of the story. But the reason that McKinnon was fired for what came out was because he and Adam Gase, coach that McCagnan was just instrumental in hiring just, you know, a, a few months ago, they didn't see eye to eye mainly on the price that um, the Jets paid for the two big-name big free agents that they got, Le'Veon Bell and the linebacker Mosley. Um, that's a $52.5 million contract for, for Bell and an $85 million five-year contract for Mosley. So apparently head coach Adam Gase wasn't on board with those guys. After everything went down, after the draft, after they got the free agents, the owner, Christopher Johnson, looked into the whole situation, and he ended up siding with the head coach, who's only been there for six minutes and a cup of coffee. So the GM is gone, who was 2015 wow. NFL Executive of the Year. Like, what kind of dysfunction is this, fellas? Because if you're going to do this, why do you allow them to go through the whole free agent period? Why do you allow him to preside over your draft? And then a couple of weeks later, you're you're firing the guy because of, you know, the head coach not agreeing with things. If you were going to give the head coach that kind of power, who is now the interim GM, and he's already traded one of this guy's first round picks from uh, last or 2016. But if you're going to give the coach that kind of power, why didn't you give it to him then? So when he said, I think we should be spending this kind of money, then the GM knew he would have had to listen to the coach. Why do it this way and look like there's so many problems with this. business operations not paying attention to his actual internals in the franchise. Well, yeah, first off, this is first off it's, it's, it's so much wrong with this. This is like this is almost Lakers level dysfunction um, without the 16 <laughs> titles. Um, not quite. Wait, Jimmy. So, wait, wait, wait. So, so you saying that you saying that Linda Rambis made this move? Saying Linda Rambis might have made problems. this move. Shout out to Christopher Johnson, man. Christopher Johnson is just an example of, of what I try to teach out here in the daily, man. He's the great grandson of the founder of Johnson and Johnson, who was left a bunch of equity um, to allow him to uh, do things like buy sports teams for fun. Um, right. So, my thing is, you had to have signed off on those. There is no way that you didn't sign off on those gentlemen getting money, and. At least play the season out because what I don't understand is why would you go through the draft, the free agency, and then fire the guy you had that you gave the autonomy to make decisions during the draft right. and free agency. That means basically 
put a stamp on the franchise for the next five years, <laughs> but with the exactly. staff and, and, and all I, that stuff, and then you just get rid of I don't understand, and, and Adam Gase, the only thing I know about him is what he did in Miami and that press conference and when he looked like he was high as a kite. He looked like he was on coke. I mean, I can't confirm to the night that he was or wasn't. I'm just telling you what he looked like. So, you know, don't don't say that I said that, but I'm just telling you what he looked like. The brother the brother was wired. Like, he looked crazy. And I, and I know that because I spent a lot of time on Twitter, and he was trending for a couple of days with that meme. Um, that's, so outside of that, what has he done to, like, get this kind of power that fast? Absolutely not. I, I, that, that's what I don't know. Like, what else did he do? <laughs> who was he, a, who was he a, a coordinator for before he got the Dolphins job? Like, what's his background? He went on that, he went on that coke binge with the owner, with ownership. Look, Christopher Johnson, Jimmy said, he said in a uh, 13-minute conference call when people, you know, five hours after the firing, he said, the more I looked, the more I realized I wanted to move. It was only through diving deep into the organization as as if it's not your organization. It was only through going through this particular offseason deeply that I understood how this organization was lacking in certain ways. Wait, hold on, hold on. It only took you to dive deep this offseason see how bad of an organization the Jets was? Is that what you're saying? Because the Jets been a bad organization. Like, so you're basically saying, you're admitting to us, I never paid attention because this is just my hobby. Yeah, yeah. Just do five dollars and go to team. (laughs) Because you don't have to go through anything. You don't have to do a deep dive to see that the Jets are a functional organization. Especially when you own the damn thing. What were you doing? Yeah, like <laughs> I just was with Lamar. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't I don't understand, man. It, that that that's a, it's a lot it's a lot. I just don't understand what does Adam Gates have? How did he? You know, how did he? How did that happen? Like, what the hell? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what? How did he get this power that fast? And also, don't you alienate like your players at this point? That's a great question. That's a- Question: Because if you're sitting here, you've already seen Le'Veon Bell, you know, his activities on Twitter, saying trying to keep it positive. No, you know, no telling how he really feels on the inside. But how does that locker room respond to this? You got at least two players now in there who thinking like, dude, they ain't even want us. And that's probably not even the truth that he didn't. He didn't want to. He didn't want to pay you what you ended up getting paid. So you got people in there you know, who's who's affected by it, those two players. And then you got the people, the other people that's watching, just like, okay, what kind of organization am I involved in where now it's come out that the head coach was against what guys were getting paid? So, yeah, that's a great question, Jimmy, because I don't know, like, how do you handle your locker room at this point? Or is, or is people just not going to care? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, you had to, at that point, alienate, like, your your, your people. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Happiest person so, about those statements would probably be the backup running back. <laughs> but other than that. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's crazy, man. Crazy story, though. Yeah. I just don't get it, but it's a crazy story. Now, yeah. now I want to kind of blow up in their face. Just to, like, because. Because if it does blow up in their face, boy, they're going to have to answer a lot of questions at that podium. And, you know, I want to see if he's still cooked yeah. up. Allegedly. The Jets, they're going to be trash anyway. We have some breaking news come across 
Uh, it's been a few hours, but we weren't on the air. So, you know, some news broke earlier. Um, Patrick Patterson, all-pro cornerback from the uh, Arizona Cardinals, will be suspended for six games for violating the NFL's um, performance-enhancing drug policy. Now, he took to Twitter and said, it was, you know, it's just weed. You know, I didn't think I could get in this much trouble just by, you know, having a toke with my friends. Like, I don't know why he said that, <laughs> because even though it's not generally no. performance enhancing, it and, and he said, let me let me get his exact quotes, because I don't want to paraphrase how silly he sounded. I, I want to tell people exactly how silly he sounded. He said, it's unbelievable, man. It's weed and legal in most states. Is not true. I just wanted to toke and chill with my homies. Hashtag Patrick Peterson. And why he hashtag his own name? Um, so because <laughs> he like, don't know what he's doing, he's doing. He was high. That's why he hashtagged his own name. But it's not <laughs> legal in most states, Patrick Peterson. But that's that's besides the point. Even though it is legal in some states, it's not legal at your job. Everybody knows in the NFL. It's not legal. So the fact that you did, no, we're not surprised about that. We're not mad at that. And like you said, everybody take a tote every once in, in a while. But for this to be your verbal response to it, come on. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I think something's wrong with this young man. I think it's also going to be funny, and I think maybe in, in 10 years or so, we can go back and laugh at this when all of them are doing it on the sidelines. Um, mm-hmm. I think if anybody should be able to do it, it should be football players. But the fact of the matter is, like you said, the rules right now don't allow it. So, like, that, and I think it was you who told me earlier, that's a lot of money to lose over some grass. Like, that's, that's a lot of green to lose over some green. Like, oh, man, think money, you know, money, money growing trees. <laughs> like, yeah, I see what you did there. But, uh, well, let me, let me see one of these. Rules, and but... it's not just for smoking. Like I said, we expect dudes to be smoking, especially in the off season. It's basically for you should be ashamed of yourself. The way you <laughs> my man tried to justify it by saying it's legal in most states, and I just wanted to take a toke with my friends. Yeah, that's what yo, he said I want he basically said I want to do hood rat stuff with my friends. <laughs> Smoke <laughs> with cigarettes. Cigarettes. Yo, free him, yo. Free him. Yo, free Patrick Peterson. Be a political prisoner. <laughs> he might man. get freed over this. Remember last season, he wanted to leave. He got yeah, a he huge cap number, so they might reconsider that because you know he got a huge cap number and he's not going to play for a big chunk of the season. He might get his freedom papers that he was asking for last Yo, year. Yo, man, uh, free, 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 free hashtag Patrick Peterson and all political business. At his age, <laughs> at his age, he's got to be on the downside, uh, especially the, you know, we talked about Zion, uh, but on the low, Patrick is another one where at his size to be able to play on the corner, his knees and ankles can't be thankful to him. So if I'm Arizona, I'm like, yeah, let me send you to greener pastures since you want to be in greener pastures. Yeah, man, I'm more, I'm greener, more upset that greener. he hashtag his own name. <laughs> he said hashtag Patrick. He was high. I'm telling you, he was still <laughs> I think that's with his friends. Be more than anything in the story, 
It's him hashtagging his own name. I think that's the corny. That's that's the equivalent of liking your own status. Good on hood for his friends, man. All right, so um, let's get our quote of the week and our stat of the week, and then we can move on to our next segments. Uh, the quote of, quote of the week comes from a very, very disgruntled, scary Terry Rozier. And this is just one of many things he said thing last because he verbally like met his hands for the whole week. Um, he said, and I quote, nah, I might have to go. I put up with a lot this year. I said, I said what I said after the season. I think we all know I'm trying to step into that again. Now, this was the conversations he was having about his role on the Boston Celtics with Kyrie Irving and uh, Gordon Hayward being back. He talked about how difficult it was in comparison to last season when he got a chance to shine and get his name around the league. He believes he's a starting caliber point guard in the league, and he didn't particularly like playing with Kyrie Irving, and he also thought Gordon Hayward's usage rates were a little too much for what he is at this particular moment. He let his hands go on everybody, and he says, he might not "Yo, he let it fly. He might have to go." But I think he might be jumping the gun a little bit because why be that disgruntled where you feel like you have to go when there's rumors that Kyrie is not coming back? So don't burn all the bridges because this could very well be your team next season. Not your team as the best player, but your team as the po- the point guard, the quarterback. You know. I think I think he just don't want to be in Boston. I mean, you know, when the median net worth of African Americans in Boston is eight dollars, I think he sees that and he don't want to be a part of that. Um, <laughs> but, but here's the he thing, though. I, hate, I hate most of the Celtics, but I do for some. Reason, I like his attitude. He has like a a Patrick Beverly vibe to him, where. Yeah, 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 very much so. Better than he is, but he has the heart. He has the heart to go out there. I think he can definitely contribute to a team and and and, and help a team because his attitude. I, I like his attitude. At the same time, might have to be that team though. Too, so like, he might want to shut up and see what uh, Kyrie gonna do first. Yeah, yeah. But he, yeah. he might not want to be there because <laughs> might not be Boston. Yeah. All right. So the, the the stat of the week, and look, we usually vet all of our stats of the week. I didn't <laughs> today, so y'all do the math on it yourself. Um, I'm not sure if this is 100% true, but I came across something that said Dame Lillard will face more all-NBA first and second team players in the West in these particular playoffs than LeBron faced in the East between the years of 2011 to 2018. I um, agree with that. It's I, true. <laughs> that don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing to me. Oh, no, it's, it's probably true. Also, but it, and, it's, it's also telling you the too. difficulty of the West. I don't think it's a knock or a shot because, you know, what was in the East what was in was in the East. You know, LeBron faced who they put in front of him. He destroyed who they put in front of him. And then he got to the it's West. A shot. And, he, and he still, after all that, going to end up on a couch during the final. So, so what? <laughs> Yeah, he's going to end up on the couch because he's playing all these first-team All-NBA, second-team All-NBA players. Um, Yo, are they counting him in this? Warriors, that's probably all of them right there. It's probably everything on that list is probably a Warriors. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't play Houston. So Harden, not one of the people they're talking about. Who did they play? They might Yo, be they making this Denver. Up. They played Denver. Because nobody on Denver... Uh, 
first or second team. I mean, the Joker might be this year, but are they they like yeah, counting they, ahead already? They never, they, didn't they? Who they before? They play. Uh, oh, they they did play Russ play and Utah? PG. They've been first and second team. Okay, so they play Russ and PG. They, so that's what it was. Russ and PG. Russ and PG is Between Russ and PG and the Warriors, that's all you need, though. Pretty much. Because <laughs> think about it. They said first and second team. They you talk about. Talking about like four players on the Warriors make first and second team. <laughs> and also, also and, that and, and, and first and, and they're probably this year. It said first and second team. Yeah, because and it's probably already you know the it's already the number already is there, but they're probably also and in this year when we find out that the Joker made first or second team this season. Um, I think that's about it though. I don't think it'll be anybody else. But if you count appearances, then it's going to be even more because you're going to have Steph and KD and all of them dudes maybe making it again this year. Definitely KD. I don't know. About yeah. Uh, but they're counting lifetime, Dennis John. So they're talking about even cats like Draymond um, and probably even, I don't know, even made any news. That's too high for Iggy, but I'm just saying, like, it's probably some it's probably some old, uh, old vet on the bench of one of them teams they played. That's sad. Yo, FOH. FOH meme makers. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, that's 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 your hot tips, everybody. Real quick before we go on to what happened this week while y'all were on the grind, uh, you know the drill. You can check out our website, warroomsports.com. While you're there, just, you know, take your time, look around. Um, if you want to call in and speak with us about any of today's topics, the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline is now. That number is 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. If you're already listening from your phone, just press 1 if you want to talk. There's one call on the line right now. You want to take that before we go on the ground topics? Let's, let's do it real quick. Let's get this done. Oh, this is the homie Rob out in the Rob, what's up? Rob alive. You, you disgruntled. You didn't get that number one pick? And the Lakers. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. You um, you just run over the Lakers didn't get that number one pick. They yeah, actually yeah, got yeah, a yeah, higher yeah. pick than expected, though. So y'all should be happy. All I gotta say, man, smooth like hair grease. All I gotta say is, it's better to be a Laker fan than to be a, a Sixers fan or a Knicks fan right now. So yeah, that's all I gotta say. What are we saying? What are we saying? How is it better to be a Lakers brother. fan right now than it is to be a how Sixers fan? How is it better to be a Lakers fan than a Sixers fan? The Sixers went to the second round of the playoffs in a game seven. And we haven't made the playoffs in like seven years. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? He just wanted to take a shot. I don't even understand why he wanted to take a shot. In this moment. I'm talking about in this moment. In this mo, in Yo, this moment, okay. In this moment, why would it be better to be a Lakers fan than a Sixers fan? No, our team is being ran we by the girlfriend and owner. Last time y'all played. Yo, yo, our team is being ran by the owner's girlfriend who just hears rumors. Yo, Linda Rambis is running our team. How's it better to be? Yo. We just tired. Like, we I don't even understand. I should bang on you just because you call being negative. I'm talking about within the last week or so. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I, overall, I'm disgusted with the team. Overall, 
alcoholism is rising in, L- in L.A. like gas prices. Rob, y'all just had a fake-ass protest outside of your arena, and it's better to be a Lakers fan than a Sixers fan? Y'all just had dudes oh, this, this outside the arena screaming, sign Mellow Ball and Jello Ball, and we'll be good. Man, Rob, had that outside Rob, of your arena. Right, right, right. Rob, listen to me real quick. Rob, they said, Brad on camera. He said, yo, lay off the meth, okay? Yo, let me tell you that real quick, Rob. I, you I, knew lived, that I lived through Sedale Street. I lived through Cedric Sabalas. This is the single absolute worst time to be a Lakers fan since like 1979. The team is a joke right now. What are you talking about? This is the worst time in literally 30 years to be a Lakers Jimmy, fan. I wasn't literally speaking. I'm talking about. I'm talking. Just, listen, listen, listen. He was just trolling. I was feeding off. They're probably going to ruin the number four pick. You know that, right? They're probably going to yeah, draft I mean, I mean <laughs> they're going to get a draft exception. They they're going to take Jello, even though he. No, as a matter of fact, year. as a matter of fact, you know what it is. It, it's because it's Jeannie Buss that she don't believe in hiring no non ex league. She was up drafting like Sharif O'Neal. Who's not even in it? She'll, she'll injured, draft, right? You know, you know who she'll draft. She'll draft probably a foreigner who ain't gonna even play like everybody else. So you, 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 you know, he said he was like a Lakers fan when, when he was a kid. That's good enough for her. I grew up watching anyway, the Lakers. Go ahead, Rob. The floor, the floor, the floor is yours, Rob. I just had to comment on that because I'm oh, like, yeah. what are you talking about? You down to like 20 seconds because you messed up all your time talking silly. Oh, all I got to do is shout out to World Women's Sports for being World Women's Sports because a lot of people live in the moment. And World Women's Sports knows how to live in the times and not go too much back on nostalgia. So y'all yeah, know yeah. how to flow through the times. So, so shout out to y'all. Um, Thank you, Rob. I'm trying to get on, trying to get on our good side, though. Nah, I mean, I mean, I mean, other than other than the one guy y'all know, the nerd with the glasses, he take he thinks I'm like a troll, but I'm not really. Well, I'm trolling on troll, I'm not. I just post why I feel sometimes, and that's how I feel, you know, like you know. But um, but, but, but anyways, like <laughs> he called him a nerd with the glasses. Damn. <laughs> All right, man. What 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 comes to Zion? I think um, I think Beyonce here on the head and, and Jimmy here on the head, and I think yeah, even, even Ben, we don't know really what he's gonna be. And I mean, it, it, it I mean it, it it depends, man. I mean he's he like Coach K made him uh, help groom him, but I think the rest is on him. Some players uh, do get groomed with with um. Okay, you made some great players that came out. I mean, there's some very great players that didn't have great coaches that came out in the last couple of years that just flourished. I mean, uh, Isaiah Thomas always talked about LeBron James, never really had a great coach to groom him. Uh, said he predicts Cam Reddish goes to the Lakers. Would you be happy with that pick, Rob? Uh, you got to think about that. The dude from Duke, right? The dude from Duke, right? 
Yeah, the, the third dude from Duke. He thought he was the first maybe. dude, but he was the first dude from Duke. Maybe, maybe. I like Barrett more. I think Barrett, Barrett, Barrett has a little bit more advanced game. But we don't know. I mean, when you take away Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson's a dude who found, like, guys in yeah. the second round, like Kyle Kuzma. What do we say to you when he got hired and you can't, you called here excited, it's going to be a new day in L.A., we got Magic. <laughs> and, I, and I asked you, and you thought, you know, I was asking an objective question, you thought I was hating. I was like, how do you even know Magic can do this job? Like, why, why, why are we so excited just because his name is Magic Johnson? And he's kind of proven that he can do this job. Don't say because Magic that he did a good job. Magic tore your franchise apart. I mean, he didn't let me finish my thought, man. I mean, guys, it's not just how cool. You, Rob, you became too infatuated. You became too infatuated with Magic Johnson. Like, dude, Yo, he didn't according, do anything. According, according to Rob Polinka, Magic didn't do that anyway. Magic was never there. Yeah, Magic, Magic, Magic was never involved. <laughs> Magic lied. was out being Magic. Lied. It was a lied. running joke. I don't have zero issues believing that. He's Magic Johnson. He he's I got C I got I got C C the outgoing. They say he was never Can you see Magic Johnson yeah. sitting at a desk for twelve, fifteen hours a day? Did you really but see that? Still, he he is they wouldn't let him be the H N I C. They won't let him be an H N I C. They want him to be a figurehead. And Magic <laughs> I told you from the store. You were excited for a figurehead because his name is Magic. They no, thought people were gonna block there and figurehead. goodness. And don't say he you, got a Rob, 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 you were excited. Ron James was going to Spielberg. He was going to L.A. either way. No, I was excited. You know what, Rob, 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 Rob listen, listen to me real quick. I was excited for Rob, listen, structure. Listen, man, listen, man. This, what, 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 Rob, what has the Lakers last the last six seasons? What has the Lakers last six seasons? What made you think Magic Johnson was going to bring structure? Rob, let me let me say something real quick, Rob. Rob, you're not a dumb guy. I've seen you speak on topics, man. You're a very intelligent guy. But when it comes to the Lakers, you lose all objectivity, man, because you're smarter than me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I've seen you talk about various topics. Jimmy, when it comes to you refuse to like be honest. Like, be honest. Magic was a bad move. All, all, ever since Dr. Buss died, everything's been downhill. The entire thing. Wait, wait. I need Dr. Buss. I need you to come back. Is Magic a bad move, or was it the ownership? No, Magic's still, a bad still. move, which is part of the owner. It's both, both of them, because the Lakers, the, the Lakers have been, for some reason, they like this whole thing of the Laker family. When there are guys, the, the guy, what's his name, Mujiri, I, I heard the guy in Toronto who built that amazing come. squad. He wants to come to L.A., but they don't want to offer him the job because he doesn't have Laker ties. You know what I mean? Like you, you have sometimes, sometimes, Robin, I always to make this analogy on the show. I've seen small businesses fail that have been around for 50, 60 years because the parents, instead of putting the right person in charge, leave it to their children, and the children have no idea what's going on, and they run the business in the ground. And I see that happening on this level. And and, and to a a large extent, that's usually the parents' fault because growing up, instead of teaching them things, they were entitled because you were filthy rich. And then you want to leave it to them. 
<laughs> from everything that I've read and even heard people say, they said Jeannie was amazing at all the, the non-basketball stuff in terms of promotions, filling the seats, yeah. Yeah. ticket CC. prices, like yeah, in terms of running, the, the, running the business side. Chris Carter. They said, yeah, he said it, but I heard a lot of people say that. A lot of people say that she excelled at that because that was the position her father put her in from a young – that's what he groomed her to do. He didn't groom Yo, her to do Chris Carter, she, Chris Carter said, but as a woman, the whole basketball – Yeah, he went, too, he, he went too far. <laughs> Chris Carter was drunk. He went too far. All right, Rob, man. We'll wrap you next week, man. We'll All right, Rob. Get Magic Johnson out your life, man. Get Magic Johnson off your mind, bro. Right. We got the homie Tobias. Let's get to Tobias real quick. Yo, Tobias, roll. Tobias, to to what's going on? I just saw your state, message man. in the um. I just saw your message in the chat room, man. Yo, Tobias said <laughs> he said Cam Reddish is a shooter. I just can't shoot. You know? <laughs> 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 How you gonna be a shooter? You gonna be a shooter if you can't shoot? Yo, Yo, he he Westbrook numbers on three point range. <laughs> yeah, I was in magic quit everything including wearing condoms. No. <laughs> but here's oh, the man. thing, guys. Great. I don't mean Jimmy was talking about in the chat. The New Orleans Pelicans will be smart. Just go ahead and trade Anthony Davis. And uh they could have had the fourth pick of the draft. You could have probably flipped that to something else. But also, Trey Zion. Do it's like do we know that he's that great? Get me wrong. I think he's a good talent. He's a good player, but it, but that's but that's a market where they just need to be a damn good playoff team. And if things go their way, they may make a run. If they can get multiple players and pick for this guy, like from the Knicks, you may they may have to look into that. You know what though? Yeah, I told you I, earlier. I mean, you had this conversation, and I said it earlier too. I, I just yeah. I just think the fear of him becoming. What some people are projecting him, which could be completely wrong. The fear of him becoming the next LeBron, going to shy away from making that power move. Yo, but, but LeBron, like I said earlier, high school know where he was. Yeah, but for me, Tobias, gun to my head, I would probably lean towards him not becoming what all the hype says he's going to become. So I, de- I would, I would definitely entertain trading it. Um, I mean, but then, you know, 10 years from now, if, you know, you, you turn it, it might be a Sam Bowie situation where you had the chance, you had Zion Williamson, he's the top five greatest player of all time, and you gave him up, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, it's always a chance for that, but I would consider it. But, I would, you know. Well, here's the thing, though. He ain't going to be there in 10 years anyway. He's going to be – he's going to bounce like Anthony Davis bounced. <laughs> so, he'll be there for seven. But what, yeah. if, what, if he turn, what if he's good enough to turn New Orleans into a champion and a perennial, perennial contender? Would he not stay in? Because like Jimmy was saying earlier, it's not like we're talking about freaking Albuquerque. Like, this is New Orleans. Like, people talking like it's just some – Suburb off the edge of another big city or something like it's the management. See, the problem is so it's, it's not the, the city; it's the it's the management. But yeah, but they got a good general manager now. He's trying to change the, you know, he's trying to change the the franchise. I don't know. We'll hey, Cowherd said he's the luckiest GM of all time. He was in Cleveland five years. They won the lottery four times. Uh, you know, <laughs> but remember, it's the same guy that drafted Anthony Bennett. <laughs> 
So before might we not, all make, not be like, make, make like, yeah, before we make like this guy from Sawyer Jury over here, he did draft Anthony Bennett. <laughs> you know, so let's, yeah. let's, just get, let's just remember that. But when you think back to that draft, who else was he supposed to draft? Honestly, though, and here's it's the crazy a, part. So I need to crush a match. Not Anthony back, Bennett. But. Well, Anthony <laughs> Bennett was what year? What year was that? I ain't All the people came out in that draft. Yeah, I know. I know. Anthony, Bennett, Anthony Bennett might be this. Oladipo's name never came up for being the number one pick. No, but, no, but Anthony he'll, Bennett he'll, might be the worst pick. Worst, he might be the worst pick of all time. Like he's not even in the league right now. No, no doubt. Because, he's definitely going to go down as the worst pick. But I'm just saying, think back to that. He was still like pretty much the consensus number one pick. So anybody no with that pick would have made that mistake. One nobody going to take Oladipo. He came out. He came out of UNLV. Yeah, and that's, the, yeah, UNLV that's one of those. That's nobody. one of those years where the Sixers, quote unquote, got lucky because they got who would have been the first pick if he didn't get hurt. Same thing with Joel Embiid. He might have been the first pick over Wiggins, or you know maybe, but he got hurt. So he fell through. Yeah. So. Hey, but but with Joel, you know you with, know I totally agree with you. I be I be willing to go like my, my thing is you're New Orleans, so you have to like no guts, no glory. So I definitely would do that. But I also see the flip side of them being scared because, like, you know what their fan base is going to go crazy if Zion is in another uniform turned into one of the all-time greats. But I will flip both of those suckers and have me a whole new squad. <laughs> well, get so Anthony Davis is about to be in another uniform and might be an all-time great. <laughs> this so, is true. This is true. Yes. And, and, when, and when you look at, like, some of these teams like Portland and Denver and Toronto, it's like – you, you don't need to have like you know an all-time great player. You know what I'm saying? You can have a, hey, hey, a good Jimmy. player and guys that are willing to work in the system. Let me read you the top ten of that draft. <laughs> um, oh, Anthony probably, Bennett, oh God, Trash um, and Dookie. Victor Oladipo, who turned out to be the best player of the draft. Number three was Otto RPL. Porter. Otto Porter was number three, yo. Go I number four. Wait, he's still in the lead. Number four. Number four, Cody Zeller. Number five, Alex Lynn. Number six, Nerlens Noel. Number seven, Ben McLemore. Number eight, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Number nine, Trey Burke. And number ten, the second best player in the draft. Oh no, no, I'm sure. I'm sure this was the Antetokounmpo draft. He went fifteen, but C.J. McCollum went ten, and the Rookie of the Year went eleven. Michael Williams um, to Philly. Yo, Steven that, Adams. he's the only one not in the league, though. The only one not in the league is the guy that went number one. No, that's, I'm, that's what I'm, saying. I'm not disagreeing with you that it's the, probably the worst number one pick of all time. I'm just reading you yeah, the draft, picked, though. He could have picked this anybody is, else. Yo, he no, but, he but the reason he was the consensus on. one, I think the draft was looking at it like, okay, since there's really no clear number one pick, let's go with the, the young guy that has the quote-unquote potential. And they, he and was they fat in college, potential. Huh? Um, Anthony Bennett was fat in college and a tweener. He was a fat tweener. Yeah. And it killed know, I remember, like, you know, I remember when he got drafted, they were making comparisons to, like, Oliver Miller. I'm like, you can't, how are you going to make a comparison to Oliver Miller for the first pick of the draft? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, At least trade down. I think that was, <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all, I am not defending yeah, yeah, that you too. or them. That too. But – when you look at this draft, the top half of this draft, I just like it wasn't anything but, out there. So yo, if you was he, 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 he literally this was a draft to take a gamble. 
You don't literally pick anybody else. Yeah, you know, but see, like, even the Knicks, people are, like the Knicks, for example, I think uh, R.J. Barrett maybe one of those players to turn out to be a better pro than a college player. Because uh, we know oh, college is kind of I, I think for sure that he will. First of all, you yeah, look at his mentality in college. I think, I think, that, I think gonna the Knicks are going to get the New York on, and they're going to pass on him. The Knicks are going to draft Bo Bo. <laughs> they're going to draft <laughs> Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett gonna re he gonna reclassify and get back in the draft. They're gonna draft Anthony Bennett. <laughs> They're gonna say Anthony yeah. three the Knicks take top four. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and you know what they're gonna say after that, Jim? If you miss, miss big. That's that's, that's yeah. the yep. pictures you can say about Sean Bradley. If you miss, miss and, big. And the crazy part, though, it's like this lottery, right? They talk about in tanking. I've always said the biggest issue the NBA has is not the tanking. It's that they make the making trading players and getting out of bad contracts so hard. Is that you got to match money. If if someone wants to take on Mike Conley's contract and give you a first-round pick, so be it. Why do you have to match up the money? It seems like everyone's so petrified of the Lakers and Knicks, these big markets. But it's the smaller markets who are in the playoffs right now, who's making it big right now. Yeah, but the so, same and on the same token, matching the money made it easier for these people to control their salary cap. Like they're yeah. gonna be complaining if if you make that move and then you gotta cut sixteen people because you want to pay Mike Conley thirty million dollars. <laughs> like, well, who, you know, well, well, who's idea was to pay him that money anyway? That was my thing. The dude, hey. the, the dude has a suit, he has a central suit collection because he's always wearing a we suit talk- on the sideline. Talking about the Memphis Grizzlies here, man. You shocked? Yes. Another one of those teams in crap markets, the NBA just won't move to Seattle or Vegas. You know, let me be honest for a second here. I don't think they need to move them. I think they need to get rid of them. They should have never expanded to Vancouver. Being from the South, right? A lot of people from the South, like where I'm from, like, like the New Orleans Saints, for example. I've yet to meet anyone who's from Louisiana say, man, I can't wait to go watch the Pelicans game. Even if they were good. They failed what before. They, what they about to now? Put them back out there. <laughs> yeah, I They're mean. about to watch Pelicans I mean, games some, now. Yeah, a lot of the time, basketball is not a, a southern thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, think about this, the Hawks. Black Mecca, they, they can't even put them together. That's, that's the Atlanta Hawks. Like, I mean. But at the end of the day, man, big city basketball, great again. I would send them to Seattle or something. You know what I'm saying? This is not a big city that don't have teams. Rain too much. Because I'll say this before I run, guys. Like, being from the South, that is the land of I hate the NBA, guys. College football is not harder for some reason. Uh, which we know. Land of uh, I hate abortion. Man, what up with y'all, man? 
Yeah, I don't know what's up with the static, but I know Jimmy's life yeah. was made today because he knew he would get to do his uh, the Joy of Zion, you know what I'm saying, in a, in a real format, and it applied. Y'all could not stop him from doing it today, bro. I knew it. Was, you already know. I'm mad I missed it. But uh, salute to y'all, man. But uh, any talk of trading Zion is crazy, dude. Uh, potential superstar, going to bring revenue to your team, and you got him on a rookie uh, wage scale. So you keep him regardless. You you work that out, yeah. and you keep him and figure out the rest later. Uh, even if he does flop, oh, well. Like, that, that's a risk that you take. And those He's got some money out of it. And those jerseys <laughs> and everything else. The uh, primetime games you're gonna get, like, nah, bro. <laughs> treat, you know. treat him like the NCAA. Treat him like the NCAA just did. Zion Cam, <laughs> right, right, right. Man, that was Use the him. sickest thing I had ever seen. I said, damn, you can put a Zion Cam on a non. Okay, these are nonprofits. Oh well, oh well. But uh, y- y'all was just talking <laughs> about it. It ain't get no dude. money for that. <laughs> right, right. No end. Dude, y'all talking about Anthony Bennett? Just imagine, because no matter what, that was a bad pick. Came out of nowhere. Uh, if you were going to take a risk, you take the risk on Giannis, even though we were watching grainy YouTube videos of him then. But if you were going to take a risk, you go risk for stealing. That's what Bo Bowl is this year. If that medical report is good, I'm good with the Hawks taking him. But uh, some scout banged on the table and yelled at everybody to take Anthony Bennett, and ain't nobody listened to a word that man said since. Ain't nothing but teeth sucking and eye rolling whenever he's oh, no, he, speaking he, about a prospect. He's he done. He's done. He probably will never work Somebody went to war in the honor of Anthony Bennett within that draft room. That's all I'm saying. So that's hilarious. But, dude, I ain't, I ain't talked to y'all since my Sixers bet killed me. Game seven, buzzer beater and all of that, dude. Yeah. Man, man, salute to them boys, man. Salute to them boys. We, we living in way too crazy a time with this all or nothing stuff. If you lose right. in the second round to a a higher seed than you on the road in the game seven, in game seven, yeah, by two points losing at the buzzer, they ready to blow the whole thing. Trade, yeah, I don't you know got to be your mic is, nah. tri- is tripping though. Yeah, be you your mic is uh, Naj. Naj, it's funny reset. you say that. I had a conversation with someone. I had a conversation with someone, and I said the exact same thing. I said you do realize they are playing a higher seed. And they lost in Game Seven on the last. <laughs> that's not a failed season. That, I mean, when you look just three years ago, the team won like sixteen games. They were like, the laughing stock of the league two seasons ago. I don't understand. I, I guess you know, and, and I know Trey, everything is Trey immediate. Ben Simmons, the, the, the he's culture in his of immediacy in the NBA. He's <laughs> right. in his second season. He will get better. Expectations are out of the drugs, man. <laughs> I think worst Still thing the Sixers have done yeah, was win fifty games it. last season. Yo, right, the hot right. pick, I can't take it. Now he now they're trading him for LeBron. Um, you got to trade. You can't. They, these two can't play together. They just made they it said, to Game they Seven. They said trade Joel. The hot air <laughs> Trade Joel. <laughs> Mind yeah. you, you played the series where Joel didn't play up to his ability dealing with the injuries and sickness and all of that. And he was like plus a hundred fifty thousand while on the floor, and the team was minus a hundred fifty thousand when he's off. It's like, dude, he's so. It's like, imagine deal. if he Keep actually rolling. gave you something individually. <laughs> it, would, exactly. it would have been an easy series. Exactly, and, and y'all hit the point right on the head on that magic stuff, man. Magic is an ambassador. 
uh, one of the greatest brands in L.A., and he sells that brand right. nothing more. If you was expecting him to come in at 5 in the morning and crunch numbers, the hell did you think you were buying? Matter of fact, <laughs> yeah. why would you want Magic to crunch numbers? Like, that, that ain't right. his, funny his thing expertise. Is, you want like, Magic what, what outside funny smiling. Is, you want Magic smiling exactly. and talking to people. I don't even know why he took that because he had to be miserable because if you look at his behavior like on Twitter and uh, he seems so much happier now that he gets to like comment on games and talk about he stuff. He gets to like, praise people. He, he, yeah, because he, I mean, you know, he, he he gets to be Magic Johnson before it was tampering. So it's like, right. I, I don't even know now, why he Now he gets to job. say, if they keep scoring more points, they're going to win. And he gets to tweet that out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let that man bask in his, yeah. in his blandness on Twitter. That, that's Captain does, Obviousness. Man. <laughs> right, but, but the reality of it was it, it was a corporate takeover She needed the branding of magic To get her brother up out the paint Then she sat yeah. in the chair We found out she was just as incompetent as her brother And now they want to skirt yeah. magic out the way As if her and Rob aren't the problem overall uh, When you look at who they kicked out the door uh, Your boy Brolo Who balled out yesterday in a playoff game uh, Julius Randle Who they let walk for the only reason I could ever justify is conspiratorial reasons. And what are they doing? Like, they, they just done a bad job. And, That's just what it comes down and to. And they've done a terrible job. And a lot of times when you take ownership, the best thing to do is hire the right people and get out of the way. Even when we're talking about the whole situation with the Jets, if you look at the Jets' ownership with, um, with, with, with Johnson, initially he got out of the way. When he hired Rex Ryan, he just let him everything and got out of the way. Not that they had a tremendous amount of success, but after after Rex Ryan, he decided that he wanted to get involved, named himself CEO of the team, and now has a hand in everything. And yep. it's seemingly gotten worse. It's seemingly gotten yeah. worse. So right. A because, lot of times because, because, Jimmy, because he gave himself those titles. He gave himself those titles and still got out of the way. Once you got those titles, <laughs> you got to know what's going on. Like, he right. gave himself the title yeah, and he's talking yeah. about – I had to take a deep dive into the organization this week and saw that it was dysfunctional. Yo, it's the Jets. Like, whoa, buddy. You are, just are finding you that out? to take deep dives into organizations, buddy? Is that really your background? And then, you know, Todd Bowles is somewhere furious. Like, but I was telling y'all for years to get rid of that dude. He's giving uh-huh. me bad talent. And y'all bring in this new guy, and all of a sudden, you want to listen to what he said? Yeah, Todd Bowles. I power. wish I could see his group chat with, with his homies. I know he's going in <laughs> right now. Yeah. That's hilarious, but I, you know, it's, just, it's just a thing. Like sometimes being an owner, the best thing to do is just get out the way. Right, right. This ain't what you was raised in, bro. Chill out. That that ain't your background. But I mean, it is what it is. But tonight, man, we get to see Portland Golden State. And can I just say, people overreacted last year when Portland got eliminated quickly, and now I'm starting to see it go the other way, where people are acting like Portland is a legit title contender or something. It's like, no, they they had a nice season. This is nice. This is really good. But there's still a marginal, pretty good playoff team who can get high. This is where it ends. (laughs) This is where it ends. (laughs) Shout out to Damon CJ. What irritates me about this series is the hot takes with KD. How, you know, from game to game, it's like they don't even need KD. They're better without him. They made six (laughs) baskets in a row without KD. He's, he's, He's a luxury. I'm like, it's, it's yo, more like now, the, the granted, super team was so stacked that they could lose a Hall of Famer and still be better than everybody else. Exactly, it just, that just mean they were exactly. stacked. That's it. Like, exactly. That, that's no I'm like KD. I, the hot takes, uh, the hot takes are killing me. Like this past playoff series, the hot takes have gotten like 
at an all-time world. They're, they're just it's on it's fire. Mm-hmm. From game to game, every series is over. One game, you know, people's entire careers are being blow up a team after they Seth. lose by two. <laughs> they were calling I, I saw, I saw stuff about Seth saying, "Is he really as good as we thought he was?" Like literally a week ago, when he was, when he, you know, when he was struggling with shots, and then after the last game, you know, is Steph, is Steph the greatest point guard to ever play basketball? The same publications, yo, the hot takes out. <laughs> The scariest thing about Steph is when he goes into a slump, that means eventually he's going to revert to the mean, and your ass exactly. is in trouble because he's going to get some ridiculous stuff <laughs> coming up. Like, exactly. that's what that means. Like, volume-wise, he's going to kill you. But, okay, game one, Boston-Milwaukee. Milwaukee loses. All of a sudden, we start hearing, oh, Giannis is not a playoff performer. Maybe the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, are y'all watching these games? Like, nobody can guard that dude. If he stops shooting yeah. threes and just decides to live in the paint, then we're looking at NBA Live 95 where it's just, hey, it's Listen, nothing that you can do about it. I saw people today saying that Toronto isn't as good as we thought they were. when A couple of days ago when that, that buzzer beater, Kawhi was like, they were saying that he's better than Kobe in the club and he's arguably the greatest defensive player to ever play basketball. My they God. went from that to he doesn't show up in the fourth quarter. Like, this, this is what we're dealing with from game, from game to game. From game to game. Bill Russell and Scottie Pippen are still alive. That is a disgusting statement. As much as I love the wildlife, <laughs> people can't be doing this, bro. They hey, can't bro. be doing yeah. this. Pip, and, Dennis Rodman. And Toronto's only weakness is they got an all-star who is the most – how can you describe it? A man who lacks self-esteem and confidence who makes $30 million a year celebrated as an all-star. Uh, that's their only issue is Kyle Lowry, man. Like, we've never seen anybody accomplish so much but be so shaky about who he is. Like, his yeah. self-awareness is, is too much. Like, most and people kind think of they're better than Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Kyle Lowry might be Mike Conley, East Coast. He makes all-star it's teams. Kind of sad, it's kind of sad that you lose not in the game. You lose a game, but he gives you his best game. He gives you his best game of his playoff and career, lose. you lose. That's kind of that's kind so of yeah. That, that, that part is scary. See, but with Conley, you know what you're gonna get. You'll get that same sixteen, seven, and five. With mm. with Lowry, you don't know. He might have zero, you might get four zero. turnovers. Like you don't know. <laughs> you, you know what I'm zero, At least Conley, you know what you get. Right. right. You might literally right. get zero. You might get zero. If Conley, <laughs> like his averages are really his averages. This dude. Yep, His yep. averages are from a, sp- a wide spectrum, eight or zero. <laughs> Meet me in the middle. Yo, hey, yo, I got, I got respect on his name because when I watch the the carcass of Mark Gasol stumble and bumble up and down the court, you're like, whoa, this was a man. I, was, dude I, I was telling yo, I was telling them last night. I was telling them last night. Like, Paul Gasol had a better game than Mark last night, and he was in the suit. <laughs> Mark Gasol but you know what, though? so bad what, last night. What they needed Mark Gasol for is done already. Like, they really don't have to play him for the rest of the playoffs. They traded right. for him. Listen, they got rid of some of that depth just because they thought they might have a matchup with Philly. And Embiid has never been able to do anything with Mark Gasol. He did, he did it again, yeah. even though his plus minuses were great. They can sit him down. He's he done. Because <laughs> he, he's not he going to go missing, out there with, with Lopez. Layups. Lopez on – he's he trying to shoot. Layups. When they put him in the pick and roll, he looked lost. Like, it, it was yeah. embarrassing last – Take him out. Those feet are heavy, bro. He's done. Those feet are heavy, bro. And, and look, if they could the, – the problem is if Serge was who he says he is, they'd just be able to insert Serge and keep it moving. 
But I seen right. a birth certificate last week. Serge Ibaka is 57 years old, bro. So, you know, they're just dealing with what they're dealing with, bro. I'm sorry. I got documented evidence, man. I'm sorry. He's going to produce another one to prove me wrong. That's the allegation, bro. I seen it online. I'm sorry. Serge, a 57-year-old three-point shooter. <laughs> Yo, and, 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 and the crazy part is they were up for three quarters. Even with all that being said, they were up for three quarters, and then they got tired. They got, like, Everything was falling short in the fourth quarter. I was like, oh, that game seven catching up with you. Right, and then yeah. everything that Al Horford stopped Rolo from doing, Toronto can't stop him from doing, so this is the series where he's going to break out because he's going to shoot threes, he's going to get a few blocks and surprise people because this is the series for him. Last series, uh, no matchup was good for him, so he couldn't really play him. But uh, he's he going to shine this series, and I, I'm just glad people get to see the interviews and hear his voice because Brooke Lopez does not sound like what you think he does. <laughs> For anybody who don't know yet, but yeah, uh, he grew up a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah, Shout he, out. He, a, he a volley boy. Sound like he surf a lot of things. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when he, he was talking after that game last night, I was like, yo, please stop. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> Cut this interview short. Right, right. It just gives me like secondhand embarrassment for some reason. Like when he starts talking, like it I'm does. Like, I felt oh, tense the whole time. I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> what is? Like what are they? Are they black and white? Like what are those dudes? <laughs> that that voice is asking you to buy beer for him outside of the. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like that's all I associate that voice with. You know what I'm saying? I can't rock with you. But he bought out, man. But, man, let me yeah. go back in here. Yeah. Of course, me again working overtime, trying to make up for these bets, bro. But I rocked with y'all, Philly. I went down with the shit with y'all, man. I went down uh, no, with you, the shit with y'all. I you talked down off the ledge two weeks ago, and I was like, Toronto and six. He's like, y'all got to give yourself a little more credit. They, they yeah. big ball. And y'all had them, man. It, it was floppy. Yeah, they should have they had them game seven. Yeah, I'm not going to be a sore loser and mention that Kawhi traveled on that play. But it's all good. <laughs> no excuses. Hey no man, excuses. that, that actor is really, really talented, man. Salute to him. I know. And I, I appreciate his game a lot more outside of San Antonio. Uh because people can't call yeah. it system and all of that junk. No, he's good. He gets buckets, he creates space. He's really, really good. And uh Toronto, yeah. he's yeah. gonna leave. He, so yeah. He's a machine. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> so all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Mute, mute was a damn machine. Man, got on damn nerves. Yeah, man. I was like, I'm less just games, and they don't play like 15 game series because by then I would have hated him, and I don't want to hate him because you know I, I like Mute, a good player. But when he's yo, I just know man, and your team shout, like shout that. Out to our brother, shout out to our brother, survive right? Because I don't know how I will feel of how things played out to see a talent like that leave my squad, like especially how yeah. things played out. So I don't Gabby know. said, am I the only Sixers fan that low key wants the Bucks to punish Toronto? Um, you're not because I was just talking to some today because they were like they they put somebody put up like a, a meme or something. Actually, they put up the little uh, gif of gif or gif. I ask y'all that every time. Whatever it is, they put it up of Kawhi laughing. And they were basically making fun of him, saying uh, every Sixers fan right now laughing at Toronto. And I was like, are we? Because 
I'm see, still to me, I'm crying. When someone beats my squad, when someone beats my squad, you want them to win the championship. So I could justify, <laughs> yeah, so I could justify my squad losing. Like we lost the champ. Like, like, what, what you talking about? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't feel that way. But I, there are definitely people out there who feel that way. Like I'm, I'm still crying. So but, I ain't laughing know, at I am them. looking forward to seeing though. I do want it to go seven games because the one thing I noticed about, and it's all, I mean, it's not just noticing it now. It's always that way. Cats be so tight, Pauls, in game seven. Yo, in game seven, those cats from Toronto were scared. He was the only aggressive one. And then came out last night. I was like, yo, who are these dudes? They wasn't in game seven. It's a, it's a whole different squad. So I like to see game seven because, you know, I want to see the Bucks on the ropes too. Like Regardless of who wins, I want to see how they perform when the pressure's on. So I do want to see right. that. Yo, get it, out. Man, let's, like, where is B. Austin? Here like, what the hell? Well, let's, 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 a couple of things real quick. Uh, you know, we real fast what happened while we were on the ground, which is brought to you by Sportsbook, the best sports book ever written, which you can get at warroomsports.com or sportsthebook.com. But we've got a couple stories to talk about that happened this past week while you were on the grind. And, you know, a couple a couple crazy stories. Um, Run through these first two. The judge, <laughs> yeah, the judge suppressed the video Robert Kraft solicitation case. Like he doesn't want the video to get out of him getting a hand job. So, um, you know, yeah. and I don't think anybody wants to see like, it anyway. You know, we don't. The video we're not going to allow it in court because it also invades on the privacy of people who weren't there. Shaky, shaky. Um, so. Yeah, Robert Kraft is getting away with one because without that particular evidence, they're going to end up dropping this case. I can see it coming. Um, but we know that that's how the Patriots get down. They suppress videos. I don't want to see Nobody wants to see that. Um, <laughs> next story, uh, Colt's assistant. Um, oh, Jim, what if you got called for jury duty and you got to watch Robert Kraft smashing? Come on, man. Ew. Oh, come on, cuz. <laughs> Ew, jury duty week. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the jury duty people. They scared now. Like, oh my god, I didn't think about it. Um, Indianapolis coach Frank 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 Reich, one of his assistants, got their home shot up. Here's the crazy part: um, the, the the people that shot up the crib shot like eighty times and he hit nothing, nobody. But they shot eighty times at his crib. Nobody. Um, there. Yo, here's the funny thing. So, I, <laughs> the funny thing is, shout out to uh, shout out to uh, base cousin um. Uh, Derek, because uh, I put something on uh, Instagram. I was like, I guess it was a volume shooter, and he responded like, "Does anybody know where Kyrie Irving is?" So I thought it was pretty hilarious. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they said they said they said eight men pulled up to his home, and like Jimmy said, fired eighty rounds into his house. They had rifles, they had handguns. Um, some of the houses, the garage and the house next to his got hit up, but um, luckily nobody was hurt. They say the suspects even kicked in the back door of the home and fired some shots from there as well. Um, first of all, how stupid are these dudes? Because if you got dudes outside the front of the house shooting, you're going to go bust in the back door while they're shooting at the front of the house? Dumb. <laughs> somebody should have got money. Is- my thing is, I don't know what he did, but I, I hope he got the message. Cause, uh, yeah. Well, whatever he did, he need not be – he need to get in the same job somewhere else because it's not working out in Indianapolis. I'm not – Yeah, that's yeah, that's not a good one. But anyway, you are. You're here's on TV a last story. They know where you are. Here's the last story that we got to talk about, man, because I got – I, got, I don't want to sound 
last story. I don't want to sound misogynistic, man. Lamar Odom has a book coming out, and in the book he discusses how he's a sex addict, and he has had sex with two thousand women. Among um, everything else, somewhere Wilt, somewhere somewhere Wilt is laughing. Um, yeah, Wilt. And when I say earlier, Wilt like, man, hold my coffin. Wilt said, hold my coffin. That ain't nothing. Hold my coffin. Yo, Let me go get my list. And, and it's funny though, because we, we were having, we were having, um, as our president like to say, locker room talk. And my point was, and be awesome. Let's give you my point. My point is, for someone to in the NBA, and he admitted, he admittedly said that he had no reason, like you know, paying, right? I don't even think that's like that big of a number. Uh, plus, <laughs> obviously, the places where he paid. Remember, remember when he had his little OD, they found him, you know, overdose like, at a brothel like with like six women. At a brothel, so he was putting up brothel. You putting up six at a time, and you paying for it. Yeah, it's not that impressive. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to I, there's certain adjusters that have to be applied uh, to to things like if you, you know if you're a millionaire, that's an adjuster. If you're famous, NBA that's an adjuster. Adjusted, adjusted for you travel. Uh, yeah, like Yo, yeah, two thousand. He's, he's from, much closer he's to us. He's from, he's from the hood, right? He could have. Once you make it, you go back. That should be a, like a hundred, right there. No, see, that's, that's the thing. That's, like he's he was a he's not a superstar. He's a NBA right star. There. Let's call him an NBA star. But he's an off. And he, he's also more. He played for the Los Angeles Lakers, right? Superstar. Right. Yeah. So at two thousand, like, put me in Lamar Odom's shoes, like. Yeah, like I'm gonna go ahead and let you do it. Drugs and being a sex addict is gonna be the last problems if I was in that situation. Like. I legit Yo, if Lamar if Lamar Odom is putting up two thousand, <laughs> it makes you wonder about cats like Jimmy Jackson. Like, yo, come on, the chicks used to fall over. It's funny you say that, be awesome, because uh, yo, in the chat, I said that I said there's some cats that played with him during his time that are probably laughing right now. Like, yeah, yeah like, 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 like grand, they like he damn near virgin. <laughs> <laughs> come on, <laughs> like, come on, and, and again, and again. I don't want to. I don't want to sound, um, you know, too too misogynistic or too me too ish. But uh, you know, this is locker room talk. I was just I was about you know, to say this is our locker room talk segment. This is our locker room talk segment. I was just, you know, putting it together as he was saying this. And, or, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking also, I'm thinking also, y'all. I'm thinking maybe he's downplaying it because he didn't want to come off and sound too prepish. Uh, want to say yeah. like ten or five. He's like, I want to sell. Wrong, I want to so sell he, books. I don't want to repulse people. And he also yeah, admitted so that, you know, that. he cheated on uh, Chloe during their four-year marriage. I mean, that was Duh. given. Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> like, we knew that before we wrote a book. Um, yeah. <laughs> before you and, knew that. And he said yeah. the sex addiction, was, you know, had a lot to do with his drug addiction or, or the other way around. He was basically saying... You know, I, you know, I like to get both of those great feelings at the same time. So they were hand in hand for him. He was smashing. He was Yo. smoking. So smashing and smoking. He was going in for a smashing smoke. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in his book. I mean, he got everything. I think, I think Chloe got that trash though. Sex lives, Kardashians, everything. I'm saying, she trash though because every every Chloe. dude like 
Yeah, you, her, her, she must be, she must don't let you know why? Because she, the thing is, though, she probably shouldn't be trash because she was probably the one who couldn't get dudes back in the day. You know, before yeah, but something the up, enhancements. Like, yo, the way, the way, so usually the way those are the ones that like, you know they got they craft got to be nice because they ain't got nothing else that's gonna hold you. She probably don't like nothing but Mish. My father, we getting two, two locker room talk right now. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's chill, man. Let's, let's move on, man. Let's give give some birthday <laughs> shout-outs real quick so we can talk some hoops, man. All right, yeah, some some real quick birthday shout-outs. Uh, having a birthday today, Buffalo Bills great uh, Thurman Thomas. Shout-out to him. He turns 53 birthday, years old. Josh Sally, another dude that got a lot of rings. Probably for no reason. And he's such an outgoing guy. He made a nice career after basketball just being Yo, an outgoing guy. John Sally. Sally was one of the guys yeah. that was like a vegan in like 81 when I, when everybody thought he was a weirdo for saying that. Now it's like a kind of thing. But I remember back in 80, he said he was vegan. They thought that was like being um, homosexual. <laughs> like, what a vegan? You and your boyfriend go over there. Um, <laughs> Dr. John Sally, he turns 55, man. He's He's had his own talk shows. He's been in movies. John Sally's done he it all. The world. He, was he, was hilarious. Yeah. he was hilarious in Bad Boys, though. Hilarious in Bad Boys. Remember yeah. that scene? Uh, no, uh, Jack. Yeah. We want to give a rest in peace shout out to the great Billy. He was born May 16, 1928. He died on Christmas of 1989. He sent him back to his Lord and Savior on the, on the birthday of his Lord and Savior. He went to Jesus birthday party that day. Um, we like to give a big war room to all of these folks on their birthday. So, oh, man, man, we got another birthday. We got another birthday. We can't another forget. Me, 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 me. We can't forget Pusha Ton, the Thornton brother, who's still doing it. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, you got to music, man. Pusha Ton turned 41 or 42. One of them 40. I mean, it's all the same yeah, after 40. You, it definitely is. <laughs> it definitely is because real talk, I legit forgot how old I was. Somebody asked me the other day. And so, I really didn't know. <laughs> Yo, I don't know how yeah, old you, like, are either. you go from like 40 and then you just stay 40 to 10 years until you turn 50 and be like, you're on 50. Yeah, other was, than that, you're 40. All right, so push it on. Yo, yo. I go by the name, I'm Pharrell, from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your pusher, the world, shout out to that, shout out to Pusher, alright, so y'all can check out our website, warroomsports.com, if you want to rap to us about any of the NBA topics, playoffs, uh, the draft lottery, we about to end the show on that stuff, so holler at us, 323 Four one zero 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 one two. Just press one when prompted. But if you already listen from your phone, just go ahead and press one. You want to holler at us? Let's go. Yeah, sir. NBA Rap is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Do you or your business need a custom website? Well, for dynamic, professional, and most of all, affordable custom website solutions, here's what you need: Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank. Effective online presence. Top quality, driven websites at incredibly affordable prices. Listen. DigitalExtremeTech.com or call 267-205-4263 to step your website up. Don't make your website trash. But it's time to talk about some hoops. Um, 
Yo, um, yo shout out to the well, Curtis because, uh, Russell Simmons said Curtis yeah, I heard he was doing too well. In the hospital. Hey. Yeah, I heard he wasn't doing too well. So get involved, Curtis Lowe. You know, even though we trash, even though we trash Curtis, you're still a legend. Um. So, um, it was all Zion, 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 but uh, there were a lot of picks that came out to Zion. First of all, Memphis getting two, Knicks three, Lakers four. So, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see what this draft is because it's been up as being, you know, a three-player draft with Ja Morant, Zion Williamson, and R.J. Barrett. Um, you know, Lakers got four. The Cavs are still in the top five, five, seven. Six. Of course. Bull seven. He's sending, he's, he's sending old ass young boy there, thinking he was still gonna get that. Look. The, Haw- the Hawks are at uh the Haw- the Hawks are what eight? Yeah, Hawks eight. are eight. Then you have um the Visit. Wizards at nine. <laughs> and who's ten? The Hawks again from Dallas. The Hawks again. The Hawks uh, again. The Haw- but it's it's, it's you get, know what's crazy? Man, the Hawks backing up. That Hawk work. What's crazy is. And we say this every year, but it's crazy because you see these guys who are like McDonald's All Americans. You hear hype as they become seniors in high school. Like, so I'm looking at all these players that are projected to go with the top ten. I'm like, yo, these are all the high school dudes, and maybe a couple of sophomores. Yeah. But it, it, it's literally like, if you become a junior, you must be trash. Right, <laughs> pretty much these days. Um, so Jimmy, talk. You know, we we've talked about the top three. Um, Morant, Barrett, Zion, like Jimmy said. Um, a lot of mocks have the top five being rounded out with uh, DeAndre Hunter from Virginia and maybe Eric Gar- Garland, the point guard from um, Vanderbilt. Now, mm-hmm. what I don't understand, though, is a lot of people are mocking Darius Garland to go Cleveland. Cleveland just drafted a point guard last season. And even though yeah. half of the season, May said he actually didn't know how to play basketball. Colin Sexton had a pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Uh, rookie year. So I don't really see them in the market for a point guard. And a lot of people, I think these mocks at this point though, they're just going best player because if you like five six, most of those those two dudes are probably the people in that area are point. Guards. Got Darius, got Kobe White from North Carolina. Um. A lot of people are thinking your man Cam Reddish might go somewhere around eight um, to Atlanta, or or if they can get him with the tenth pick instead of the eighth. Um, but a lot of people think thinking that um, Cam Reddish is a target for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, Cam Reddish probably thinks that he should go to the Pelicans, but that's just the way that he thinks. A lot of lot of lot of drama around this. Bull what about Bo Bo though, man? <laughs> Bo Bo and Taco. Son of the God is going, man. Where's the son of the God <laughs> going, go, man? <laughs> what about him? <laughs> Yo, the one boy I'm interested to see to see uh, go, and, and I don't know how he's going to be at the next level, but I did watch him play a couple times in college. I watched a, a couple of his high school games too. Is the boy Romeo Langford that plays for Indiana? Um, or as they, they call him Red Sleeve Row. I'm interested to see where he goes because like Ew. the ball he, yo, yo, he got gay. I know Jimmy talking Jimmy told me about ball like two years ago and I said the same yo, thing, but you, I, you, you got game. Yo, yo, I watched him play I watched him play in high school and I thought I was watching Reggie Miller. I'm like, yo, this is Reggie Miller. Like this ball is nice. Um and I see they got him to be a projected like top ten pick possibly. I'm interested to see where he goes because he when, when I watched him play, it was one of them joints like um 
Tobias really like, oh, his game ain't made for college. He got a he got a pro game. So, but um, you know, it's a lot of cats like the boy Nasir Little from Carolina. He was another one of those dudes they that went straight to the league, but you know he had to make a pitch in Carolina. So, I think it's interesting to see where this goes. You know, what I mean, you got, everybody's acting like it's Zion, Zion, and everybody else, but. Man, it, 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 put it like this. If Zion is the best player in this draft, it wouldn't shock me. But if he's not even in the top five, that wouldn't shock me either. I'm about to say, it would be I mean, real interesting with all of that hype if he doesn't turn out to be top. See, LeBron did everything that they hyped him up to do, which is crazy. Yeah. He the hype out of control at these points. But, you know, he, he was the best player in his draft. And his draft yeah, – Goes down as one of the best funny. ones of all time. I, I, and he was. I, I feel bad. If you want to see something funny, right? Go to YouTube and put in um, LeBron James draft. Carlos Boozer, Darius Miles. They were oh, actually. Yeah. I remember they coming. Cavaliers at the time, and they were pooping LeBron. Getting Carlos them some was help. Like, he ain't gonna be the best player at his position. Like we got a couple guys here better than him now. Darius Miles is like, he ain't gonna do nothing. I mean, he can help us out a little bit. Like, they were slandering him. But, even like, how do you even welcome somebody to your team like that? The best one, the best one was Sir Ricky Davis when Sir oh, Ricky yeah, he said, said LeBron came here. To, he said he coming here to help me. And I thought he just <laughs> to help me get more. Stuff. And that wasn't Yo, He truly believed that. That wasn't Yo, Ricky, but hold on, Ricky Davis. The thought funniest he was that thing good. is, they saw LeBron play ten games. He got rid of Darius Miles, and Carlos Boozer was gone <laughs> by the end of the season. And LeBron James is an uh, icon living. Shout out to Jaden Smith, but um, so, but it's on YouTube and it might be the funniest thing I've ever seen in retrospect. Because um, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry for Zion, Yo, man. LeBron making oh. studio films and Darius Miles podcasting. <laughs> audio worse than ours. Darius <laughs> with audio worse than ours. The only Yo, good thing about their podcast is they get good guests because of their, you know, because they, they have a, Other than that, they be having the guests, but somebody got to teach my man Q how to speak the English language, man. Darius, <laughs> <laughs> it's so boring because they so monotone. They the opposite of Gilbert. They are the opposite of Gilbert. No, Gilbert, yo, Gilbert has a party every episode. Yo, he's lightweight Noriega. <laughs> yeah, he is. He don't care. He don't care. The funny thing is, though, like when you hear him talk about him playing, because we didn't have access to players the way we do now back then, even in his day, like I, I, I on front when he first got on Twitter, I was like, this is act. This ain't how the real Gilbert is. But then when you hear the stories of him back in the day, like this is who he's always been. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, he just Gil. didn't have a platform. He just didn't have a platform. But anyway, no, man, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see these picks, man. But we, we got, like, um, maybe eight minutes left. So I got I to gotta ask you guys, um, you know, Sixers lovers, um, where were you when you saw Kawhi make that shot? And what were your feelings at that moment? Because that's, Jones, where you remember where you were? Yeah, I think I was on the wrong place. Because I was, I was the wrong where I watched the game every, every game series, trying to see where the best luck was happening. And I probably should have been in a different spot than I was, but <laughs> but I couldn't move because they were doing well. I, everything counts, man. If I move to another room, like they'll, yo, the team will go on a run. Like, but I, yo, but the, the thing is, yeah, being Dev a Philadelphia Wade, fan, Wade. you know where 
Christian Bale to be pessimistic. I don't think you guys know. You guys know how superstitious <laughs> Dev is. Dev, at one of them games the Sixers won, he had sent his son to bed early. So from that point on, he sent his son to bed early just because he thought yeah. he would the game. <laughs> See, and that's, the, and that's, a, that's another he, thing. Because that game Sunday came on a little earlier. I, I let him stay up. Like if I sent him to bed, they probably would have. He probably would have missed that shot. We would yeah, probably overtime. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of think if we went to overtime, though, I think I think we'd have got cooked in overtime anyway. Because Ben Simmons had five fouls. Jimmy Butler had just twisted his ankle. Our man Joel Embiid was exhausted. So if Kawhi misses yeah, that shot, he, we probably having it. They probably gone. We probably lose by eight if he misses that shot. Where where were you when you took the shot? I was sitting on. I was sitting on the couch, and uh, yo man, I almost threw up. I was no, like, yo, man, we got being, a, being, a, being a lifetime Philly fan, though, you had to be thinking at four seconds left, and they had a timeout. You had to be thinking we were going to lose, though, because I damn sure thought they were. Yeah, but, but, you know, it was going to be that dramatic. Fact, but I was like, it wasn't oh, the four seconds. We're going to lose. The drama was crazy, like. I've never seen a ball like hang on a pause, hang on a rim like that. For, it was mad. It was mad Disney like. It was like watching a Disney film. It was definitely was Disney. Definitely was. But 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 I thought you know four seconds. I'm like this. I look four seconds and we have the ball. I'm like we take a shot. Four seconds and we don't have the ball. I just lose. And we and we freaking lost. Like it's just that's what happens. All right, well, 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 see, well, speaking of that, Dev, so my question is this. What is next for the process? Because the one thing that stood out to me was, um, now, they said Brett Brown is coming back, but I don't understand how you come out of a timeout and didn't get a 24-second violation. Like, I would have fired him just for that. <laughs> but um, his ACOs <laughs> is trash. Right, because you – what, what happens to the – what happened to those days, Jim, when when you would step out of bounds and get – you mean the, um, the delay a game? Like, yeah. what happens to the days when you step out, get a delay of game, so you can kind of see what the other team is doing and, and make them line up again? I, like, what happened to those days? Can you not do that anymore? I don't know. Or do they man. already I have that, one? Because the second I, one I is a tech. Like, that's, a, that's, like a, that's like a sin playing basketball to have that happen. Um, yeah. Tickets but, fell apart down the stretch, I, man. And it was because so, they so, so my, are clueless. What's to, next for them? Because they, they have a lot of decisions to make. You got Jimmy as a free agent. Yeah. You got J. Cole as a free agent. Um, well, according to what, what they said, the first problem is already solved because you know all the fans wanted Brett Brown fired. Supposedly he's coming back. And, you know, um, they actually have eight free agents. The most important one, of course, Jimmy, Tobias, JJ. Like the whole damn team could be could look different next year depending on who wants to come back and who they actually sign. It's going to be difficult to sign. Jimmy and Tobias without, you know, they're already saying that our weak part of the team. So it's going to be diff- difficult to sign those guys and still be able to put a decent bench out there game after game. And then, you know, in a couple of, you know, in a year or two, you're going to have to re-up Simmons as well. So Elton Brand is going, he, you know, he's already in a situation because of the move that he made to go for this season. He's put himself in a position where he's going to have to work some magic in the offseason. In a perfect world, I'd love to have everybody back. Have J.J. take a pay cut, 
to allow both of those dudes to get a max, but you still won't be able to get a great bench off of that. I think yeah. that team is allowed to play together for a much longer time. They could be just as devastating as people expected them to be, but and even playoffs part, included, those dudes like 20 started games together. 21 games together. Yeah, 21 games. Okay, yeah. So, so, so just off talent, that, they, didn't they have... took the number two seed to the seventh game. Like, they ain't going yeah. to play together. But they do have yeah. to make some changes in the offense. The action that they run now, that motion, like that can be a component of your offense, but it can no longer be the whole offense because he's coming down, he's handing the Joel Embiid, and then it's up to him to basically decide what the play is going to be. And he needs to have his big ass down on the block sometime. They got, they got to make some changes. Yeah, yeah. And, and but, you know, and I, it's crazy because a lot of times, because Ben Simmons reluctant to shoot a jumper, and I'm not one of these guys who say that he has to get a jumper, but a lot of times that forces Embiid to be out front too because, you know, they don't have to be pretty. That's the only place they can be forced to guard Ben is when Ben gets in the post and lets his little hook shot game go. Outside of that, they ain't got to guard him. But uh, unless he's ultra aggressive trying to get his Giannis on, yo, Giannis don't care what's going on. He's trying to get to the like, Ben needs to play like that. Like, yo, I'm trying to get to the I'm cup. That's the thing, though. Going on. Because, you know, in the chat, we have nicknames for him. Like, aggressive Ben doesn't play like that. But aggressive Ben doesn't come to the game every night. <laughs> yeah, aggressive Ben don't. It depends upon what's aggressive going on in the relationship. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know where he'd be. Aggressive Ben probably drink. So he'd be drunk half the time. So he yo, before come. we get out of here, though, before we get out of here, <laughs> so we have a game tonight. We got Golden State uh, in Portland. Uh, Golden State is up 1-0. Um, they won. They beat Houston in Game Six. So Kevin Durant gets hurt. Uh, well, he didn't really get hurt. His period came on, and he didn't want to play. So he he decided to take off a couple games. Um, had to take off. That's about how long it takes, right? The, the Splash Brothers. The Splash Brothers turn back into the Splash Brothers. It's interesting to see how aggressive Clay gets when KD's not there. It's almost like he's scared to be that same. With Katie, it's kind of weird. It is yeah. Katie's so great that they defer to. I mean, but people, but um, take that as an opportunity to crown Katie. Everything else, next man up mentality. They go back to what they were before him, which is a yeah. team that moves the ball more. Doesn't mean that they're better. Like, and KD, yeah. when all of that stuff breaks down, you have somebody that you can just go to and say, get a bucket. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. It's a luxury to have. It is. It is. It's just interesting to watch them without him. Because I was like, especially in game six, I was like, whoa, they just switched. Like, I felt like I was watching this three win team. The ball was moving. Draymond got back into the game. I was like, but not one yeah. of the people that are saying they're a better team without him. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they're yeah. a different team without him. And I don't even know if it's like. They're, prob- it, it they're a more fundamental me, team without KD. They that. seem more mental. It's almost like yeah. KD is so good that a lot of times it is giving the ball defer to him and get out. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, he's too good. Yeah. It's Boy. weird. It's weird. It's almost like uh, you watch a team that plays – it's like watching the Pistons when they play complete team ball and you just, like, drop Kobe on their team and they just want to give him the ball to watch him play. It's, right. it's weird. But anyway, man, so we'll see what happens. But, I, you know, that whole thing of them being – how can you call a team better by taking off a Hall of Famer? I don't know. Um, <laughs> y'all got to chill with the hot takes. That's my last thought. And you gentlemen, what do you guys think about the Warriors though? The finals, no doubt. Um, I, I know they're gonna get there. Uh, I, win them might be a different thing because Milwaukee's playing kind of nice. If they can get, there, 
that'll probably be the better matchup, you know, for for a good series no, for the people no parts, who don't care. They don't want no parts of Lopez. Nah, they don't want no parts of Lopez. <laughs> 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 He's the best player in the league. He's the best player in the league right yo. now. Hot take. <laughs> yo, hot take. Take is all about Lopez. Listen, man. Thank for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, the uh, WRS Games, time on Group Me at. And all the calls who called and got through, we appreciated those we couldn't get to. We apologize. Tune in next week live right here on demand as we catch you up on everything happening in the NBA playoffs. We'll also catch you up on everything happening around the world of sports. So until then, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the start of next week, and we'll see you right back here next time. Be sure to have conversations. On Facebook, Twitter, as well as our blogs, webcasts, and network podcasts. Everything is at warroomsports.com. That's the hub. Warroomsports.com. Pick up my book at book.com or the hub. Warroomsports.com. So until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you jump on. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.